Hey everyone, Brandy here. The tables are turned and the podcasters are getting interviewed. I am doing a podcast swap with Amanda Carey and Wendy Chow from the Quilt Buzz podcast. So today's episode is me interviewing this lovely duo and you'll have to head on over to the Quilt Buzz podcast to check out their interview of me. This is going to be fun. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Quilter on Fire podcast, where I explore the stories, the connections, and the joy of guests in the quilting world that will bring you more joy and less overwhelm on your own creative path. I'm your host, Brandy Maslowski, also known as the Quilter on Fire, and I can't wait to share this week's episode with you. Today on the podcast, I got a couple New Yorkers. And as I say that, I'm waving my hands in the air. I don't know why. But Neither of them have a strong New York accent because Amanda Carey of Broadcloth Studio is a former New Englander who now calls New York home. And Wendy Chow, the weekend quilter, is an Aussie from the land down under. These two friends have paired up to create a delightful, quirky and fun podcast asking the hard hitting questions like, do you sew with shoes on? And who's your quilty crush? But all joking aside, they have had wonderful guests in the Quiltiverse, as they call it, on their podcast, and it really is worth checking out. So let's explore the friendship and the story behind the Quilt Buzz podcast. Amanda and Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, and you get two of us as well. <laughs> I'm so excited to be doing this reciprocal thing. I'm on your podcast. You're on my podcast. It's going to be such a fun little adventure. So let's start by taking a look back at where you each got started. So can you tell me your quilting stories in a nutshell? Wendy, let's start with you. Yeah, so quilting began in my parents' dining room. So my sister, she used to spend her spare time creating quilts for friends and family and this was probably back around 2015 or so, so she had moved back home. So, yeah, touching all of the beautiful quilting fabrics that she brought home and just watching that whole process unfold really sparked that interest. So with the basics that I was taught from high school home economics class, I taught myself how to quilt. Oh, that is so sweet. Okay, so Amanda, how about you? So I started sewing. I actually can't really remember a time I didn't sew. I learned to sew from my grandma on my mom's side, and we did everything by hand. I was never allowed to touch my mother's sewing machine. That was like the one rule growing up. And then my aunt signed my cousin up for a quilting class at our local quilt shop, the Cambridge Quilt Shop in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I just haven't stopped quilting since. And that was in middle school. And so where are you living in the world? And Wendy, who are your loved ones that you share your world with every day? Yeah, so I'm, you can probably hear, I'm actually originally from Australia, but I'm currently living in New York City. So I got married to an American. I always like to joke that I got green carded here. <laughs> and yeah, so who are the loved ones that I share my life with every day? So my husband and my dog, my precious little dog, Truffle, the corgi. Oh, that's such a cute name. Okay. And how about you, Amanda? And I'm also based in New York City. I have lived here for about 14 years all together. And I'm just about 100 blocks north of Wendy. So we are, I think, an hour and a half walk or a 30-minute subway ride away from each other. And I live here with my husband up on the Upper West Side. Okay. And 100 blocks north of Wendy kind of sounds like a quilting pun. Are you 100 blocks ahead of her in your creative process? Oh my God, how have we never realized that, Wendy? Oh my God. How did we, did we not see that? that? <laughs> we got so blindsided. <laughs> okay, let's go with Amanda. How would you describe your quilting style? What do you love to do the most? Oh, God, I kind of like a bunch of different styles. I started super traditional. And I think one thing that has carried over since that first quilt was my love of hand sewing. So I only got a sewing machine about five years ago. and But hand stitching is still my happy place all the time. These days, I'm really more into kind of approaching quilting from a process standpoint, especially in nurturing my own creativity and whether that's through, you know, interchangeable quilt blocks or improv quilting. That's kind of my jam these days. Oh, fun. And Wendy, how would you describe your style? So I love bold geometric shapes and unexpected color combinations as well. And I do like to take sort of elements of like traditional quilting and in sort of incorporating it into like giving it more of a modern twist. 
tool. Yeah. Yeah. And both of you have incredible Instagram feeds. So how would, you know, what would you consider your genius zone when it comes to quilting? Amanda, let's start with you. I think Wendy would probably say spreadsheets is my genius. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I actually really wanted to get you this mug that said a freak at the sheets. <laughs> and it's like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> oh, Wendy. <laughs> it sounds um, like you guys are a good team. <laughs> we, we balance each other out pretty well, I'd say. I think genius zone, not to claim any genius, but I think it really boils down to processes for me. And that's where the the spreadsheets come in. But really thinking through, you know, how do you make something easily accessible, you know, to someone, I write my own quilt patterns, and I sell them on my website. So how do I take what I enjoy and, you know, how I approach a pattern and make that accessible to others, you know, because everyone has their own quilting journey, their own approach to how they quilt. And so how do you make it, you know, something that they can easily read and digest and make it their own? Yeah. And when I talk about genius zone, I'm not talking about tooting your own horn. I'm talking about, you know, exactly what you just said, Amanda, it's where you feel like you're in your element. So how about you, Wendy, where do you feel in your element? I think I just like to be different and I've always been quite different. Like even in like being in high school, like sometimes like I wear like big crazy earrings, like back in the day and just I just want to be memorable. And I think by being different, that's how people remember you. And it might be like the different color combinations or the selection of thread choice to even just like the design as well. And I think being on Instagram and being so visual, like sometimes it can get pretty noisy as well. So being different and like what Amanda said, being extra, I think that's how I can find my voice and, you know, express my point of difference. Yeah, that's so great. So we are about to get into talking about the Quilt Buzz podcast. But first, there's one more question I want to ask each of you. And this is your chance to tell me a little bit about your individual quilty businesses. So do you each have like another career and do quilting on the side? Or what is your individual thing that you guys do? Let's start with Amanda. Sure. So I've been a full-time quilter for four or five years. I should know that off the back of my They're looking at me. <laughs> I look at Wendy. I'm like, Wendy, give me the date as to when I started. I feel like we probably started around the same time. We did. Yeah. Because yeah. we met we met just at the beginning kind of thing. I was coming off, I was majorly burned out after my last corporate job and you know, ended up leaving without a plan in mind. It's very fortunate enough to be able to do so. And my plan was just to kind of refine myself and, you know, capture back some of the energy that I had lost in that last job and started, I had returned to quilting and, you know, as kind of that stress relief. And I started posting on social media and things kind of just snowballed from there. I ended up writing for Love Patrick and Quilting as their monthly back page columnist for a year and a half amongst other projects that came my way. And so, yeah, today I run Broadcloth Studio, which is a collection of bold and modern quilt pattern designs. And of course, I also am co-host of the Quilt Buzz podcast. So fun. And how about you, Wendy? Yeah, so people might know me as the weekend quilter. So I design and write quilt patterns to share my passion for quilting and to inspire a new generation of quilters. So I'm the author of Urban Quilting, the Quilted Home Handbook, and I have a third one on the way in the summer called First Words and Cute Quilted Friends. And of course, I co-host a podcast called Quilt Buzz with my (laughs) other half, Amanda. But, you know, the Weekend Quilter really just came about in 2017, and it was really just originally, it was never set out to be a business at all, but really just an outlet for me to express my creativity and decompress from a, you know, a high pressure and demanding corporate job. And, you know, by consistently posting on the grid to stay on top and of mind and connecting with other people as well, it just held me accountable to make time to create and live a sort of balanced lifestyle between work and play, hence the name The Weekend Quilter. Yeah. And I'm so impressed by everything that both of you are doing. Like your Instagram feeds are just wonderful. So I want to get into the Quilt Buzz <laughs> podcast. I love the name and I want to talk all about it. But 
I have to say that I just love bringing other podcasts to my audience because I'm constantly getting notes saying, it wasn't quite an hour, you need to keep it longer. Or, you know, once a week is I have to wait a whole week. So there's so much time, there's room for everyone. And I really want to talk about your podcast. So how did the two of you first meet? Who wants to tell this story? So I made a bit of a fool of myself the other day, claiming the first time we met. And then Wendy corrected me. <laughs> they always have I, a different story. <laughs> I have the receipts. And she did. She dug them up before today to prove that I I, uh, I commented first on one of her posts. <laughs> yeah, that was like 2018, actually. <laughs> was it? Yeah, yeah, it must have yeah. been. But yeah. we met We met for the first time. Wendy moved to New York City, and that was my comment. I was just saying, if you needed any recommendations, to hit me up. And then we ended up getting drinks at a little wine bar on the Upper West Side. And when we showed up, we showed up in matching outfits, unplanned. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was quite the, I don't know. I don't know that what was the first moment that I realized that Wendy and I were going to be a dynamic duo. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was probably definitely the matching outfits. And I was yeah. looking back, and I have that photo actually. And looking <laughs> back, I think that was March of 2019. I think what really connected us again after that initial Instagram comment back in 2018 was it was Instagram IG quote fest actually, yeah. and we were just commenting on each other's like posts and liking it. And I think eventually. We were DMing each other and I was like, look, like, let's just meet up in person. I think you're cool. I don't think you're going to catfish me. (laughs) And I was pretty desperate for friends as well at the time because I just moved to the city and I wanted my own set of friends as well. So I thought, hey, let's just reach out to some random person online. And already I was actually trying to connect with other people and make friends through Bumble BFF, which is like the dating app. Bumble, but for friends. So, oh, that's so great. Uh, what difference did, would it make? So, yeah, that's why I reached out to Amanda and we got drinks. Oh, that is so great. What a great story. And if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're wondering, what is IG Quilt Fest? It happens every year in March, right? So it's actually happening right now. We're recording in March. This podcast will come out in the middle of April. But just look up the hashtag IG Quilt Fest. It actually just started a few days ago and you'll see people posting about themselves and they're just answering prompts every day and doing different things. It's it's actually a really great way to find new creators that you love online, right? Okay, so what is your favorite thing about each other? Let's start with Wendy. <laughs> uh, I'm like laughing at this when we got this question. So I, well, of course, our shared passion for quilting and snacks and desserts. But Amanda, this is this going to get really corny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're such an awesome friend. And like, you're one of the first few friends that I've made moving to the US. And that was like, that's a huge move. And I would say you're the better half of me. And when it comes to my quilty side of my life, which is why you're my quilt wife. <laughs> so, but yeah, you keep me in check and organize and you're my soundboard when I'm feeling unsure or I need to offload my thoughts and you're the encouragement and support that, that I need. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Wendy, you put it so well that, you know, we do kind of complete each other. We definitely balance each other out. And even though there's so much that we, we share, you see love of snacks and desserts. We have a, we've been trying different bakeries all over the city together and uh, we've got a ranking, but I think my favorite thing about Wendy is her generosity beyond a doubt, both of, you know, time and energy and spirit. And is like the cheerleader that you always want to have in your corner. And also she always tries to make me be a little extra. So she's always encouraging me to take things to the next level or, you know, encouraging me to do something that maybe I would be hesitant to do. Um, otherwise also always up for any shenanigan. Like we have, we have run into, <laughs> into traffic in the city to get good pictures. We've, we've gotten chased off properties. <laughs> oh yes yeah yes. remember that oh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it was public property let me just be very clear we were not breaking and entering well. <laughs> but we we always have we always manage to have a lot of fun <laughs> so this is such a lovely story of you guys meeting up and connecting so well so how did that lead into the two of you deciding you wanted to do a podcast I think the the idea of a podcast was something that we tossed around quite a bit on a group chat with a third friend of ours 
Anna Brown of Wax and Wayne Studio. And she's based in Pennsylvania, and she was a integral and key part of getting Quilt Buzz up and running. She just had to take a step back. She had her third child a little over a year ago. And so, you know, but we could not, we could not have started Quilt Buzz without Anna. And I think we we miss her. We want you back. (laughs) So I think, you know, it just, with Anna, Wendy, and I, we are always brainstorming different ideas and ways to engage with other quilters. I think, you know, as Wendy said at the beginning, our friendship started because of, because of quilting, because of social media. And one of the things that, you know, we just felt so fortunate, the three of us were able to find each other through quilting and through the internet. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about when we got to have you on Quilt Buzz Brandy is that idea of, you know, how wonderful those relationships were. But sometimes when you're quilting by yourself or, you know, if you're a social media only quilter, that's the space that you find yourself in. It can be a little isolating and it you sometimes can miss out on stories that don't get screen time or airtime on Instagram or whatever your social media provider is of choice. And so we thought, how much fun would it be? If we got to, you know, talk to other people, share their stories, give them a platform to share what they love about quilting. And it's just been such a dream come true. Like, I mean, you know, getting to talk to people that we might not normally get to have a more in-depth conversation with, you know, social media can be real touch and go. It can be DMs fly fast and furious. And so to have an hour to sit and chat with someone and then get to share their story, that was kind of the real impetus behind Quilt Buzz. Yeah. And I totally agree with you because you're meeting someone new who could be famous or not. Sometimes, you know, you're talking to someone about irons and all of a sudden Michelle Muska of Oliso Irons is giving me 20 new guests. Or, you know, I've spoken to someone like Kay Facet, and all of a sudden I'm visiting him, Brandon, in their home. So these guests are just so amazing and they can lead to other things, right? So I totally agree with you on that part. So Wendy, can you can you tell us a story behind the name of the podcast? Yeah, so our podcast is Quilt Buzz, and the story behind it is really just kind of the nod to quilting bees, you know, the casual conversations and the stories that come about it. And the buzz part as well is also like, you know, the buzzing of a phone and you're like trying to call a friend. And so, yeah. This is such a great name. I love it. Okay. And what is the goal of your podcast? You sort of talked about it a little bit, Amanda, but, you know, Wendy, what do you think is sort of the whole point of the podcast? Yeah. So with our guests as well, you know, we try to highlight the diversity in our community from the backgrounds, the cultures and different walks of the quilting journey as well. And the diff- to the different roles as well. So like in the past, we've interviewed quilters or like quilt fabric designers, long arm quilters, Korean patchwork artists. Yeah. Quilt judges as well. And, and many more that make up the, you know, the diverse and awesome community that we're part of. And we do this as well because we want to give back to the community and giving our guests the opportunity to promote themselves and highlight the awesome work that they do and how they're implementing their vision into the quilting community. And indirectly, you know, we wanted to help our listeners to feel more connected, like what Amanda mentioned, and make them more aware of the different companies and individuals in the industry that they might not necessarily come across in their quilting paths. And from a selfish standpoint, you know, we just want to socialize with other quilters and talk to our quilty crushes. (laughs) Yeah, that's so true. If someone actually says yes, isn't it just such a huge joy? You're thinking, what? They really just said yes they're going to be on the show are you sure (laughs) you want to spend an hour of us okay (laughs) so fun so fun okay have you guys had any crazy bloopers or stories or moments on the podcast I think my favorite is the (laughs) Wendy's initial setup this was this was the early days of the pandemic so our podcast launched March 2020 and uh, Wendy was in the middle of a home reno that got paused and I will let her describe her recording yeah. studio. So, yeah, so my husband and I were living out of our bedroom during the construction or the renovation. So I was sent to the doomsday dungeon, which is um, a walk-in <laughs> closet with all our supplies so like toilet paper <laughs> and all these like canned goods and whatnot. It was like a preparing for an apocalypse or something. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, basically, I was just in the closet with my headphones on and my laptop on my lap. And 
actually, no, not even that. I was using piles Cardboard of, boxes. Yeah, cardboard boxes and toilet paper to place my laptop as if it was a desk and recording the episode. And the reason being as well, it was because apparently I talk really loud and I laugh really loud. So I'm sent to the doomsday dungeon. <laughs> And that was probably really great sound in that little, you know, yeah, probably, yeah. with all the toilet paper around for padding. That was really yeah. good. <laughs> okay, I want to get into the quilt businesses. Okay, so I'm excited to talk to both of you about your new books after the break. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, when do your patterns and, and that kind of the things that you offer to the world. So let's start with Amanda. What do you do in your quilty business? Yeah, so mainly pattern writing, but I've also done some different partnerships, creating courses. I just have a new one out with Domestica early this year, and as well as with Crafter, which was formerly the Crafter's Box, and as well as, you know, writing and creating content, mostly in the form of patterns for other, whether it's, you know, fabric stores. One of my favorites was with Pearl Soho here in New York City, amongst others, and then yeah, the the constant, the never-ending ideas of patterns to release. Yeah, that sounds good. So Amanda, can you just give us your website and your Instagram handle? Sure. Absolutely. So my Instagram handle is Broadcloth Studio, and my website is very cleverly broadclothstudio.com. Okay, great. And so Wendy, tell us a little bit about what you offer. Yep. So I previously mentioned that I design and write quilt patterns. So I offer PDF patterns on my website, as well as I'm the author of Urban Quilting, the Quilted Home Handbook, and First Words and Cute Quilted Friends. So I offer books as well. And more recently, I started diving into teaching workshops. So QuiltCon was my very first time that I taught in-person workshops. So hopefully I might be offering more in later down the track, putting it out in the world there. <laughs> and I do a lot of sort of freelance writing as well in the background. So I do contribute to various blogs and publications as well in the quilting space. So yeah. So fun. And so I, I want to talk a little bit about collaborations. Amanda, you mentioned that you love to collaborate with a few different people. Have you guys collaborated with anybody on the podcast or anything like that? So one of our favorite activities through the podcast is actually running a free quilt along that we've done every year, initially inspired by the summer of the pandemic. You know, I think we just wanted something to be fun and silly and, you know, get another opportunity also to really celebrate our past guests. And so that is called Quilt Buzz Bingo. And basically all the participants, it's a simple block pattern. Everyone creates their own massive squishy bingo ticket. And, you know, we actually play bingo at the end where we call out numbers and there's, there's, there's a whole um, rigmarole involved. But I think the best part is we, we reach out to all our past guests from the past year and they help sponsor and offer prizes throughout the quilt along, which is probably one of my absolute favorite collaborations. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. And Wendy, can you tell us what's the website we can send listeners to, to find out more about that bingo? It is quiltbuzzpodcast.com. We talk about it nonstop on our own Instagram account. So okay. you know, if you're following either us or quilt.buzz, you'll definitely hear about the next bingo. Okay. So if you're interested in learning more about that, you can go to quiltbuzzpodcast.com and, or keep an eye on all of their Instagram pages. You definitely won't miss it. You won't miss the message. (laughs) We'll be blasting on all three of our newsletters as well as our Instagram. So you won't miss us. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Now let's chat about your website and Instagram handle. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at the.weekendquilter, and my website is the-weekendquilter.com. Okay, great. So people can, I'll have those in the show notes as well, so people can go and check it all out. Perfect. Now, I love, my podcast is all about joy, more joy, less overwhelm. So let's talk a little bit about happiness. Is there a quilt or quilt project that has been most memorable for you? Let's start with Amanda. Oof, that's a tough one. I always feel like whatever I'm working on at that moment is the one that brings greatest joy. But I do have one work in progress that has been being worked in progress since 2020. And it's this kind of wonky improv drunkard's path-esque inspired pattern. And I've been slowly, slowly hand stitching, hand quilting it, you know, and it just, I think what brings me so much joy is not just the you know, I have got no deadline on that project. You know, it's just for me. It's just for my own enjoyment. 
but it was kind of the first, one of my first improv patchwork pieces. And I think it, I can see how it snowballed into many other projects uh, from that one single source. So I think it's just, it's a real kind of a watershed. Yeah. Okay. And how about you, Wendy? Right. So we're going to go back to 2015, 2016. Yeah. But yeah, no, this quilt, I actually made this for my best friend and her husband. So at the time they were relocating from Perth, Australia to Shanghai. And around that time as well, they just, I think they, they just legally got married and that quilt will be the longest period of time to make that quilt. But also looking back on it as well, like I think that's where I learned a lot of things as well. So I didn't know at the time all these different shortcuts when it comes to piecing flying geese units or half square triangle units. But also when I did bring that quilt to the long arm quilter, she stopped me and was like, Wendy, you cannot send me any more of these quilts to me. You cannot. You need to press your seams. <laughs> and that's when I learned that you need to press your seams. <laughs> So that would be probably the most memorable quilt for me, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. And in your quilting world, Amanda, what brings you joy? I think it's a real tie between hand quilting and improv patchwork. One of my favorite, we talked earlier about collaborations, and one of my other favorite non-Wendy collaborations is, (laughs) we we do a lot of things together, but uh, my favorite collaboration is the 30 Days of Improv, which I co-host with Shannon Fraser Design in August. And it's just such a joy, not only, you know, as the organizer of seeing you know everyone come up with their own, you know, take the different daily prompts and make them their own, but also getting to be a participant as well. It's just such a recharge for creativity. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. And what time of year does that usually happen? It's always in August. August 1st, it's 30 days, but we count weekends and days off as some of those 30 days. And yeah, the hashtag is 30 days of improv QAL. Oh, great. And how about you, Wendy? What brings you joy in your quilting world? Sounds so cheesy, but it's just the people. (laughs) And especially like, you know, it's such a privilege to be able to co-host a podcast and be able to, you know, spend time with people and just get to know them. And through that, you know, you hear all these different stories, different paths and different journeys. And, you know, as you're listening to the stories, you know, you also learn along the way and, you know, self-reflect and improve and whatnot. So yeah, it's, that, that's what brings me joy. <laughs> okay. So right now we're going to take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk all about their studios, plus how each of these influencers has a new book coming out. I can't wait to find out more. Today's podcast has two wonderful sponsors, Mom and Me Quilting Company and The Crafty Nomad. Join the Mom and Me Quilting Company newsletter for a free mini workshop called A Beginner's Guide to Selecting Fabrics for Your Quilt. And find out more about Quilt Academy, the ultimate beginner's guide to creating beautiful quilts with confidence. Make a quilt with Manon Hunt from start to finish. Her Quilt Creators Club is a creative online community with blocks of the month and top tips you don't want to miss. You can find all the details about the freebie, the course, and the club at momandmequiltingco.com. And join Joe Westfoot, the crafty nomad, to make the festive geometry quilt in time for Christmas this year. The Modern Christmas Design is Joe's latest block of the month quilt program that she'll be teaching online from May. Join from the comfort of your own sewing room each month for the video classes and live Zoom Q&A sessions that will teach you many different skills whilst you piece together the quilts such as foundation paper piecing, inset circles, fake turned edge applique, Y-seams, and flying geese. Use the coupon code FIRE, that's capital F-I-R-E, to get 10% off at thecraftynomad.co.uk. And we are back. Amanda, you go first. Tell us about your studio space. So my studio space, I live in a two-bedroom apartment in New York City. So one of the bedrooms has been turned into my studio. I also share the closet space with my husband. That's that's actually his closets in the apartment. But I've just got my computer set up, my design wall, my machine and all that. It's fairly empty because it also does do double duty as a guest room. So there's a big pull-out couch in the middle of the studio. Okay. And how about you, Wendy? What is your studio like? 
similar setup to Amanda where we live in a two-bedroom apartment and the spare bedroom has become my studio space. But of course, when we are ready to expand our family, I might have to share that. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's pretty... I try to keep it sort of like, I try not to decorate it too much just because I like the flexibility to move my furniture around. So the desk that I'm working on has wheels. So it gives me that flexibility to move it around and kind of, you know, create different settings for quilt photos or backdrops. And yeah, on top of my desk, above my desk, actually, I have this scrappy quilt with all these different sort of solid colors and I love that that's very inspirational to me especially when it comes to creating new projects and whatnot and kind of uh, you know when I'm just bored and I kind of like to stare up in that space and I'm sure some color would pop up at me and give me some inspiration there yeah it's so great to have something on the design wall or even a finished quilt that just either gives you a continued sense of accomplishment or it inspires you to keep going, right? That is so great. Okay. And now you guys asked me this question on your podcast. And I, I was I was so surprised that I almost didn't even really have an answer. But what is your favorite time of the day? Let's start with Amanda. Oof, favorite time like to do anything or to do sewing? <laughs> anything, anything. I would say I am a night owl, but I am most productive first thing in the morning. So it's a bit of a odd balance between the two. But if I had no responsibilities, I would stay up till 4 a.m. <laughs> you do. Okay. How about you, Wendy? I'm a morning person. So the mornings are my favorite time of day. Yeah. And it's so funny when you asked me that question, I think I kind of realized that, you know, for years I've been staying up overnight too often quilting until the, you know, the morning came and December 28th, I changed my entire outlook on sleep and I decided I'm not having three to five hours of sleep anymore. I'm going to sleep for seven hours a night. So I go to bed at 10, I get up at five. And so I'm answering you now. My my time of day is early morning. I think I might've gotten to that eventually, didn't I? <laughs> okay. So let's, let's talk about the big news. I'm so excited to talk about the books. So let's start with Amanda. What is the title of your new book and what's inside? Yeah, so this is it's my first book and it is coming out on April 11th. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> For our listeners, I was applauding. <laughs> Wendy, my cheerleader and all yeah. things. So the title of the book is Quilt Your Own Adventure. And the idea is it is a selection of 30 kind of simple quilt blocks to kind of more complex ones, as well as six quilt top layouts that you can take those blocks and plug and play, kind of like paint by numbers, but you're painting a quilt with quilt blocks. And so included in the book, it's, uh, you know, different design exercises to get you thinking about how you'd want to design your own quilt, giving you exercise to play and kind of giving you the space to play within that canvas, as well as all the math. So you don't have to worry about having to do the math to figure out how that quilt will be constructed. You really are just allowed to play with the patterns of the different blocks and make your own one-of-a-kind design. Oh, it sounds like such a brilliant idea. And if we have someone listening right now thinking, I have got to go get this book right now, where should they go? You can go to my website for all the information. It's on all major book retailers from Amazon to Barnes and Nobles. And I have the full list of locations overseas as well on the website. Okay. And just say the title one more time. It is Quilt Your Own Adventure. So fun. Okay. How about you, Wendy? You have a new book coming out as well. So tell us all about it. So my latest book is The Quilted Home Handbook, and it's all about creating quilted touches around your home. And it was inspired by our 18th month home renovation during the height of COVID. And for a good 12 months, my husband and I were living out of our bedroom while the remainder of our home was a construction zone. So during that period, like my mind, you know, would often wonder and it would take me to a place of like, you know, where would, well, what would our home look like when it's done? And of course, being a quilter, you think about like, what, what sort of quilts could I put in my new home? <laughs> so unlike other quilt pattern based books, the quilted home handbook contains Patterns are not just for your bed or your couch, but there are sort of other projects like throw cushions, table runners, sleeping eye masks, sham cases, and many more. And there are instructions on how to convert some of those smaller projects into wall hangings. There's tips and tricks on how to style your quilted home, as well as ideas on how to finish and quilt your project on the domestic sewing machine. 
And the projects in the book are designed to look cohesive with each other as well. So there are more reasons to create these multiple projects from the book. And there are three color inspiration stories. So neutrals, warm and bright, cool and moody colors to jumpstart your project. And the reason why I chose those three color stories is kind of like based around the direction that someone may consider when they're designing or decorating their home. Yeah. And I have a copy of this book in my hands. It is beautiful. And it's not as some light little book. It is thick. It was a lot of work that went into this book and it is absolutely beautiful. So if you're thinking of infusing some quilting into your home, I really recommend this book. So where can they go to find it? same places that Amanda mentioned. So the main book retailers and I think Penguin Random House also, if you go on the website and you search for the book, they also do provide the list of other retailers globally as well. Okay. So both books will be available digitally and in hard copy. And you can go to either of the websites, of course, to find them. So now it's time for the lightning round, Robin. It's a series of rapid fire questions and it's super fun. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we are going to go Amanda, <laughs> Wendy. Okay, so what is your favorite tool or notion? Hands down, my Zirkle magnetic pincushion. Okay, Wendy? So it would be the stripology ruler, and I have Amanda to say thank you to introducing that tool to me. Okay, and what is a skill you'd still love to learn in quilting? Reverse applique. Okay, Wendy? Ooh, yeah, I think I'm. I'm going to add that. I'm going to copy you, Amanda. And the only reason why is when I was at QuiltCon this year, I did see Satomi Quilts, her tote bag, and she was teaching reverse applique. So it was Satomi's episode that inspired me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go, Satomi. <laughs> okay. In your quilting world, have you had any weird, funny, or crazy quilting moments? I mean, I find the fact we have a podcast a kind of crazy, funny quilting <laughs> moment. <laughs> I was like, I'm finally using my journalism degree. (laughs) Been out of news for years. You know what? I would say, I would say meeting Wendy was a crazy quilting moment. Like as a child, you know, stranger danger and meeting people on the internet was just not what you did. And I would say one of my best friends is now from, from, from the internet. (laughs) And it's so sweet that you were wearing the same outfit. It's just unbelievable. Okay. We we buy things together. We now shop together. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I saw, I'm planning on getting the same coveralls from Alex Mill that you wore at QuiltCon because I was like, okay, I need to get that now. (laughs) So yeah. So uh, watch out quilting space. You might see us wearing the same outfit one day. Oh, that is so funny. And I just did that with my bestie. I went for, you know, I went to Winnipeg to visit her and I was wearing this coat that I bought and she's like, oh my gosh, I love your coat so much. I just want to get your coat. And I said, well, get it. It's like $30 right now. It's a $120 coat. So I literally Whoa, bought it and good... said to her. So it was so such a good deal. Now we both have exactly the same spring coat, but we live far away, but we would be thrilled if we were both wearing it at the same time. It would just be fun. Okay. Have, has there been a mentor who has really influenced you along your journey? I'm going to say Amanda. I, I, I know that sounds really silly. But I'm, hey, yeah. I'm yeah, going to say you. <laughs> yeah. Stop copying my answer. <laughs> I know. I'm going I'm to copy your answer. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it's myself. I'm not my own mentor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say it's you because I feel like you really helped me out, especially like building my business or like building my brand at the beginning. Like, for example, I think it was, was it August in 2019? But you started that fellowship of the quilts, like mini quilts collaboration. And I remember you were like, oh, well, we need to do like a newsletter sign up in order to make this available to people for free. And I was like, shit, like, I don't have an email list. How the hell do I do that? And that's like, kind of like, I guess marketing 101. I don't know, but I was like, crap, I don't have a marketing list. And Amanda also helped me out. And she was there next to me when I created my LLC. And she's like, when do you need to do this? This is this is where you need to go to sign up for an LLC. You need to put like an advert on the newspaper to say that you're trying to form an LLC. So yes, Amanda has helped me out a lot along the way and on many other things as well, not just, just <laughs> setting up a business or forming my brand, et cetera. So, yeah. Nice. You know, I think, I think one of the tough things about being a solopreneur is the solo aspect of it. And, you know, 
outside of like, you know, networking and meeting people within the industry and making those industry connections that are so important is also finding colleagues and coworkers. Like, how do you replace those that you typically have in, you know, a more corporate setting? And so, you know, I think perhaps, I think definitely Wendy has been my work wife for the past four yeah. years. And I think <laughs> it's, it's been such a, you know, I definitely outside of the podcast wouldn't have come as far as I have today because I have someone who understands what I'm talking about. You know, I think it's having that person to bounce ideas off around is just invaluable. Yeah. Uh, And Wendy has been that person for me. Okay. Do you have any other favorite hobbies besides quilting? Let's go with Amanda first. So I think this is my mom's proudest moment. I started playing the violin at age six and I still play to this day. It's the longest lasting achievement of my life. So that is my other big hobby. And what would your family say about, do they run around with their ears covered or do they love the sound of it? I was the second child and my sister was already an accomplished cellist. So I think they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. How about you, Wendy? Any other hobbies besides quilting? So yeah, I recently got into crochet and I have one of our past quilt buzz guests to thank. So it's Jemima from Tied with a Ribbon. So she recently released a book called Quilt It, Crochet It. And so she's created this quilting and crochet book where she uses her quilt designs and also convert it into crochet designs. And that kind of really sparked that light bulb. And I actually went to the local- You ran out. You ran out to sign up for a course. Yes, I did. I remember this text. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, man, did you want to come with me? But yeah, no, (laughs) I was just so sick of trying to like find like videos and tutorials on YouTube that I was like, I'm done. I'm going to enroll myself into a crochet class. So that's my new hobby. (laughs) Okay. And Amanda, what is on your design wall right now? It's actually blank. I am currently in between projects. So it's, it's a rare occasion, but it is. I feel like I'm yeah, one big white room, the dreamatorium. Yeah. And sometimes you get to the point where the white wall is the most inspiring thing. It's not daunting anymore because you love it so much. You can't wait for the next project, right? I mean, there is fabric everywhere on the floor. <laughs> nothing is currently on the design wall. Oh, you, Wendy, what's on your design wall? Same here. Nothing. <laughs> Just a blank slate coming out of uh, Colcon. I think that was a lot of me, so... Yeah, starting so off. many ideas coming out yeah. of QuiltCon. Can I add in an extra little question here? Like, wh- yeah. what do you do when you come back from a show that just has so much, your head is so full? You know, how do you cope with all that information and, you know, get inspired to do your next thing? A lot of hikes and walks in the wilderness. <laughs> ah, nice. How about you, Wendy? Yeah, similar. Just time away from the sewing machine and catching up on a lot of sleep. I found this quote con, I had a lot of sleepless nights because I was so stressed out about my really packed schedule. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Last question in the lightning round, Robin, do you have any furry friends in the studio? Amanda, you go first. I sadly don't. So I'm adopting Wendy's dog. (laughs) Okay. Tell, tell us about your dog, Wendy. Oh, Truffle. Oh my God. She's my everything. Don't say oh. that to my husband. Oh, it's like, Ryan, <laughs> you did not hear me, that. <laughs> <laughs> you did not hear that, Amanda. <laughs> no, Truffle is, she is turning two in May and she's a Pembroke Welsh Corgi and she's brought so much joy to our household. So yeah. Oh, I love it. I'm in exactly the same boat. My little Luna, she turns two in September. Aww. Just a just a joy. Hey, like, no, just unconditional joy. It's so fun. Okay. So thank you both for braving the lightning round, Robin. You did so well. So I've mentioned, we've mentioned your websites already. So let's talk about your Instagrams again. So what kind of stuff do you guys put up on your Instagrams? And let's talk about your handles again. So let's start with Amanda. What do you, what do you throw up there? I throw everything up there. (laughs) Not a discerning, (laughs) I guess it's not a curated feed. So I got in the habit of posting everything I was making, you know, whatever stage of the process, whether it was something that was going to be completed or not. I really love, you know, throwing something up there that I'm thinking about or have questions about and getting people's feedback or takes. And then also just celebrating. I love doing party in the quilt backs, you know, where it's a scrappy back. And so yeah. my my Instagram feed is basically me dancing with quilts uh, <laughs> up and around the Upper West Side. Well, it's popular. <laughs> Everyone hey, loves that. Know. Okay. How about you, Wendy? 
So my Instagram handle is at the dot weekend quilter. And I just like to share you know, my quilting process, what I'm currently working on, as well as you know sharing some tips and tricks along the way that I've found out and picked up. And then also just sharing any blog post or features that I contribute to as well. So yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's just remind everyone of Amanda's handle again. What's oh, yeah. your... It is Broadcloth Studio. So great. Now, as we wrap up, what do you each want quilters to take away most from our conversation today? Yeah, I would say, I think, I think the biggest thing that still blows me away about the quilting community is how open and generous everyone is. So like when we reach out to people, seeing if they want to be on on the podcast and they say, yes, it is such a joy to be able to, you know, get to talk to people. So I would say, reach out to someone new that you know, you haven't gotten to talk to before. And because most likely they'll probably say yes. Yeah. And how about you, Wendy? I mean, being on on social media and being in the quilting world as well, you know, it's such a visual world. And sometimes you get to this point where you fall into this like deep, this hole or you just have like imposter syndrome and you begin to compare yourself as well. I think what this creative career path has taught me is to you do you and my philosophy around that is you know put in the effort the hard work and be consistent and continue to create and share but then also focus on you and your goals and the rewards you come your way and also just remind yourself you know the why like why are you doing this so yeah, so wonderful. Okay, so such a great way to end the podcast with such great advice. Thank you so much for that. Wendy and Amanda, it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show. And thank you so much for doing the podcast swap and having me on your show. This has been so much fun. Thank you for sharing your stories. Thank you yeah. so much for having us and for coming yeah. on Quilt Buzz. Thank you. <laughs> So that was my show with Amanda Carey and Wendy Chow of the Quilt Buzz podcast. One thing that delighted me was that they both have brand new books and they each sent me a copy to review. And wow, they are gorgeous books. Amanda Carey's book, Quilt Your Own Adventure, Modern Quilt Blocks and Layouts, has a small subtitle at the bottom of the cover that says, with math tables, which made me laugh so hard because who loves math? But she lays it all out for you. So this book is such a great idea. It has every resource you could ever imagine to specifically cater to the quilter who wants to design their own quilt top. And she mentions in the pages, it is literally a choose your own quilty adventure book. And Wendy Chow's book is called The Quilted Home Handbook, a guide to developing your quilt skills, including 15 plus patterns for items around your home. When I picked this book up for the first time, I flipped through the pages to find the pictures, as we all do, and I found really great colorway examples at the beginning, the tools and techniques you need to get started, and projects geared for the learner, like an eye mask, placemats, pillows, quilts, all the way to an incredible giant decorative wall quilt that is actually a diptych or a two-piece heart. It covers an entire wall and it's amazing. And her Corgi Truffle has a cameo appearance on the last page, so you don't want to miss that. But beyond these great new book releases, these two friends have a load of fun on the Quilt Buzz podcast, so I recommend you check that out. And I loved sharing their stories with you today. Are you a quilter who wants to get creative and take a step into textile art? Well, you've come to the right place. Introducing the Square One Bootcamp, Stepping into Textile Art. Join me for a creative workshop that is one hour per day over three days to make a small textile art piece start to finish with your own original art element as the feature. This is the perfect place to get your creative groove on. Go to quilteronfire.com to find out the next registration date. And I'm going back to London. My trip to the Festival of Quilts Birmingham was so much fun. Grab a friend and book your summer holiday with me. And even if you are a lone traveler, I know this itinerary inside out so you can relax and enjoy while every moment is planned with you in mind. This is such a wonderful sightseeing holiday ending with the Festival of Quilts in Birmingham. And I'd love to have you join me. Book your spot today by calling Judy at Opulent Quilt Journeys, 1-877-235-3767. Thank you for listening to the Quilter on Fire podcast. Until next time, dream big and have fun in the studio with the Quilter on Fire.